BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hello, you guys, and welcome back to What We Said Podcast. I'm Chelsea. And I'm JC. And, and we are your hosts today. And every day that you listen to this podcast. And every Tuesday. Um, we're super excited for today's episode because we got to interview Indie Blue. She is, we're going to call her an internet personality. Mm-hmm. She loves to create videos. She's a really talented writer. She has a blog and she just posts fun photos and videos online and has built up an awesome, very, very loyal audience. So she is the definition of relatable. So today she talks about how she got into videos, which one of her videos which went viral, which they did, and you will hear exactly how viral they went. She talks about traveling on a budget how she makes money living in LA and she spills a little bit of tea about boy situation and just gives us all the good stuff. She talks about confidence just so much. You guys just stay tuned. Trust me. You're going to love it. So we're just going to keep this intro short so we can get to the good stuff. So without further ado, here she is. Without further ado, Indie Blue. Ooh, I like it. Okay, we're here with Indie, you guys. Indie, time to introduce yourself. <laughs> Tell us where you're from. All that good stuff. Now I'm overthinking. <laughs> Hi, everyone. I'm Indy. Um, I hate introducing myself. I, it's okay. Pimp yourself out. Okay. I can do that. Yeah. So I'm from Utah, but I just moved to LA. And I don't, like, I don't even know what I do. People ask me, they're like, what do you do? And I'm like, not sure. I'm not sure yet. <laughs> Well, first like, of all, sorry, you have the best name we have to talk about. The my fact name? that your name's not a stage oh, name. Oh, yeah. My parents branded me. They, they really since did. Birth, Indie Jeez. Blue. That's my real name. It's so good. Um, and your last name is Severe, right? Yeah. Am I saying that right? Severe. You guys, like, I actually love my name so much. I want to keep it, like, when I get married. Yeah. yeah. I brought it up That's to my fortunate. last boyfriend, and he was not having it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just love my name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so cool. Well, especially if they have a kind of not good right? last Right? You're name. like, eh. Yeah. Let's take mine. <laughs> For sure. Seriously, actually, I just heard about a couple that got married and he took her last name. Really? Well, yeah, you're, it's like name. you're still J.C. Smith. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm never like, oh, J.C. Carlson. Yeah. Well, I yeah. feel like people are weird about that. I was just talking to my mom about it. People will say stuff about that. Like, why is J.C.'s name still Smith? And I'm like, well, it's just my whole business and my whole, like, my whole brand. I'm not going to change my Instagram name to J.C. Marie Carlson. I know it's tradition, but I'm like… 2019? Yeah. <laughs> Let's get with it. No, I feel the same. This I don't really generation. care. And also, I feel like if your husband doesn't care, it's like, exactly. Liv couldn't care less like, yeah. what That's my good. last name is. So. Yeah. And Did you already say how old you are? I'm 21. I almost said 19. What the heck? <laughs> like 19 forever. Heart. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I am everything, but not one specific thing. Like when I was younger, 
I was in ice skating. Like, I sucked at ice skating, but I did ice skating. I did karate. I did soccer, dance, singing, piano. But I wasn't good at any of them. But I did it all. That's how I feel like I am too well right rounded. now. Like, I'm a blogger, but I post, like, once a month. Like, once a year, probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm, like, I do Instagram. I do YouTube a little bit. I, like, film weddings sometimes. Like, I feel like I do all of these things, but I'm not, like, one. That's really an expert mm-hmm. at right? one of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I'm just like a whole lot of millennial. Yeah, that's you know? a good way to put it. Yeah, I like, I like it. that. Well, that leads right that's into common. We we're gonna ask you, like, what did your childhood look like, and what kind of child were you? Good question. Like, I think the best. Have you guys watched Glee? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like Rachel Berry was me. I'm dead. That's <laughs> my best. That's my best explanation. I was such an overachiever. I'm. I was a lot different than I am now. But still the same in some ways. But as a kid, I was just, like, I used to write songs. The first song I ever wrote was called, I'm the Greatest Girl in the World. <laughs> I can't. That is hilarious. I, wanna, I think I might release it someday. <laughs> like, that Your was first single. That Honestly, was, My iconic. first single was called, the greatest girl. I'm the Greatest Girl in the World. I'm the Greatest oh, Girl in the World. And that it was basically hilarious. just a whole lot of that. That yeah. was the chorus, just over and over. I feel like I've That's seen so I've, I feel like I've seen you post that you've always wanted your name in lights, like things oh, yeah. like that. It's you- weird. When I was a kid, like people would tell my parents, like, oh, we can't wait to see where she ends up. Like, I think people just always and I thought I was gonna be famous. I really did. I mm-hmm. thought, like, I remember when Hannah Montana became big, it crushed me <laughs> because I was like, I need to get on it. Like, this girl, that should be me. <laughs> if I was I'm not like, successful by twelve. I was eight and I'm like it. I was like eight years old. I'm like it's over. <laughs> yeah. It's over. I remember con- begging my parents to move to LA and they're like, okay, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. And then honestly, like, because I remember the the harsh realization of, oh, you have to like be talented to be famous. And yeah. like, I wasn't a good singer. I wasn't a good actress. Like, I was like, what else is there yeah, to do? what can I do? And then The Bachelor. I was like, oh, I could do that. You like, really you don't have to could. I know. I'm like, that's that's my chance. Wait, have you ever applied? <laughs> no. Will you? It's funny. Like, I don't really like, like as a kid, all I wanted to do is be famous, and now I just don't really care. But I still love mm-hmm. famous people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I should work for TMZ. Yeah. It's my dream job. Hey, that's kind of people on there are famous. I know. That, I, that I know everything that. about famous people, but I don't necessarily myself desire that anymore. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's as a kid, that was me. That was your goal. I was so destined for this place that I'm living right now. Yeah. She'd be so proud. <laughs> it's actually pretty funny that as a child you knew that L.A. was the place to come. I would have never thought that. Oh, when I was really? 10. Oh, I knew. Oh, I knew. I, I think I tried to, yeah, get right? into the whole— Well, and you think when you're a kid that the only way to be famous is being an actress or a singer. Exactly. So you're like, okay, that's I have it. to hone into those skills. <laughs> that's it. like, that's my life. That's, that's my calling. That's so funny. Actually, I felt the same. Yeah, I actually do remember going to, like, acting— like agencies and right? stuff when I was little. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's so funny now because, and it's really cool actually. I think it's sick, but now anyone can be famous. It's mm-hmm. true. Anyone. Like, you don't have to be that there's, talented. There's like the most popular YouTuber, isn't it? Like some five year old kid that just plays with toys. Like, oh, yeah, like the slime guy or something. He right? makes bank. I don't know. I, th- I thought PewDiePie was number one, by the way. Well, or like, no, I don't I know. know what you're talking about. You know what I'm talking mm-hmm. about? There's some little kid that just plays with toys and he is raking it <laughs> yeah. in. Yeah. Do you know what? Kids on YouTube, that's where you make That's bank. where you make the money. There is a guy named Blippi. B-L-I-P-P-I. <laughs> oh, Chelsea showed me and I was scarred. He wears some crazy hat, orange sunglasses, a purple shirt, orange suspenders, and like 
Jordans it's or like something. It's like modern day blues. It's almost like blues clues. But vibes. modern. But he gets, I'm not kidding, 7 to 14 million views on his videos. Oh, I believe it. Videos because the kids. Yeah, they watch it over and over well, and over. Well, if you think about it, it's like we probably all grew up on the same Disney channel, huh? Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's like their Disney channel. Yeah, exactly. They don't, yeah, kids is. don't watch TV anymore. Yeah. So they don't have those. And like, I'm sure you get it. Like, don't you think it's kind of weird? I'm sure you're flattered, but I always think it's so weird when people ask me for pictures. I'm like, okay, weird. Yeah, what are you okay. going to do? Oh, I've said that a million times. I'm like, I'm super flattered and I think it's so sweet. But also I've told Leif this a million times, especially when I was a photographer. People would say like, oh, can I get a picture with you? I'm like, like it's so interesting because I'm a photographer. Yeah. It's not like I'm a famous singer. Exactly. Famous actress. It's like, I'm just a photographer. Yeah, but I would always say that. But it's when it's you when you like put it in that perspective of like these Instagrammers, these YouTubers, these kids, Disney Channel stars, mm-hmm. yeah. then it starts making sense. And I'm like, oh, like, yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah. You know, I, icons. Like if I saw Ali and AJ on the side of the road, I'd be like, can I get a picture with you? Yeah. Oh, still to oh, this absolutely. day. So <laughs> still to this day. Yeah. No, really, though. I love them. Get them on the podcast. <laughs> Serious. What's their one song? <laughs> Potential breakups. Yes. Oh, yeah. <gasps> my, that was my jam. Okay, so how old were you when you started making videos? Super young. I started making videos, like, as early as I can remember. My mom, she would always make these, like, year-end videos. So on our birthdays, she'd play, like, the past year of our life. It would just be, like, a slideshow, but there wouldn't be pictures. It would just be videos. Cute. And so I grew up with that always. And so I think I always like valued videos over pictures just because that's what my mom was always filming us. And my mom isn't like a videographer or anything. She would just always video us and we always had home home movies. Yeah. And I think I think when she she had a significant birthday or something and I felt so bad because no one had ever made her one. And she's always making us one. So I made one and I had to have been in like junior high and it was so fun. And I realized that I had like a like a natural talent for editing. Mm -hmm. And because, I mean, I didn't really film anything, but I just put it together and I was like, that was so fun. And so then that's kind of I feel like that's how it started. Then junior high was like Spanish projects or like I would always I would be like, okay, let's do a video. I'd direct it. I'd edit it like it was all me. And then I started making I did cheer like all throughout high school and junior high. And I would make like videos at the end of the year. So it just kind of became my thing. Like, I just liked to document, like, yeah. the year or an event or a person and then, like, put it together. And so I never had the intention of making money from it. I didn't even know. I don't even think I knew I could because I was probably still caught up in, like, wanting to be Hannah Montana. <laughs> but, but, yeah, that was just, like, my genuine passion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've followed you for a long time and I feel like you that's true because I've always seen videos yeah. on your feed from mm-hmm. 2014 or whatever. Yeah, for real. So, why do you like videos more than pictures? I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just because I th- I'm so fascinated by photography and just videography in general. Like we're so used to it, mm-hmm. but to me like it still blows my mind that we are able to like watch yeah, something bad movement. that like actually happened like that in itself is so crazy to me and so I've always loved that and I think maybe it's just because I love movies growing up that I'm like mm-hmm. I can make my life into a movie yeah so I don't know I love 
I just love like watching. Like, I, my phone, I, the storage is full, and it's like I have like forty thousand pictures and videos, and like half of them are videos. Oh my god! And gosh. I cannot part with them. Like yeah. I love my videos, just Snapchats, anything. Cool. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like a picture's worth a thousand words, and a video's worth a thousand pictures. I don't know. <laughs> I, I oh, just you just make that, that up. up? Yeah. Wow, very deep. Ooh, I love that. that. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be my no, it's bio. true. It really takes you back to a moment. Yeah. I think pictures do too, but videos even more so because you're watching and it's it like all happen. Real moment, and it's a real moment. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Okay, so when you first realized that you could make money from videos or that it could be something, so which one of your videos went viral? So, well, so I started making videos, uh, like wedding videos. Mm-hmm. So that's how I started making money. Yeah. To this day, you guys, like, I don't make money from my YouTube videos. Really? Mm-hmm. I want to start because why hi, not? I'm stupid <laughs> if you don't. But that was never, like, my intention. Like, the the travel videos, like, those kind of videos I post on my YouTube, those are just honestly purely, like, for me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so I started filming wedding videos when I was 17. It's probably like you. Like, you just like doing photography and then someone probably asked you to shoot something and you were like, oh. Like, that's how it was for me. Yeah. So my friend asked me to film her wedding, and I was literally a senior in high school. I was like, are you sure? Yeah. And it ended up going really well. And I feel so lucky because I feel like it just fell into my lap. Mm-hmm. Like, I wasn't planning on it. And then a year later, like, it was my full-time job, you know? Mm-hmm. And then what's cool is that that kind of provided me with a lot of freedom and time to kind of do fun things. And I traveled. So 2016, I feel like, is when things really took off in that sense, like, without e- without me even really knowing what was going on. And then the very end of that year, I posted a video, and that is the one that went viral. Yeah, I yeah. remember that video very well. <laughs> it's the best. Yeah. So when you made that end-of-the-year video, was that a combination of all of your travels for that year, or had you not traveled much before? Kind of, not really. So the way the traveling thing started was – so I worked at a preschool and I was filming weddings because it was like really hard to get to a point where I could only film weddings, you know. So mm-hmm. I was I was working at this preschool, but the hours were really flexible and I was making pretty good money filming weddings in, at this job. And so I really wanted to go somewhere. And all my friends were in school, but Tristan, my best friend, was living in Hawaii and he was like, you should come out here and visit. So I booked a ticket and I was like two weeks long. And he ended up having to come back to Utah for a family emergency, like, days before I was going to go. So I was just going to cancel my flight. And not kidding, the day before, um, I my mom told me, she's like, you have to go cancel your ticket or else they're not going to give you your money back, whatever. And I was like, what if I just go? And that's so really not my personality either. Like, I'm totally not like that girl that just, that cool girl that just jets off by herself. <laughs> but I was like, well... I was like, what if I just go? Hawaii's not that, like, intimidating, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I've never been. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take you. Yeah, <laughs> so I seriously, last minute, just decided to go. I remember sitting at the airport for hours because I didn't have a ride or a place to stay. So I ended up just calling up one of my friends from high school that was living there. And I was like, can I please leave on your couch? And so I just couch surfed for two weeks. And that trip really changed things for me because I realized how easy it was, you know? People are so intimidated by traveling, but, I mean, I hardly spent any money because I was at the beach all day, you know? Yeah. I was sleeping on my friend's couch. My ticket was cheap 
already. So I was like, wow, like this was so easy. Like, why don't I do this all the time? And so I didn't travel a ton that year. And that's the funny thing. When that video went viral, I did get a lot of, how did you go to all those places? But I didn't. I just like went, like we just road trip. We like road trip to California. Mm -hmm. We would go up in the mountains and it looked like I had this crazy adventurous life, but I didn't. It was just like a few different trips. Yeah. It was just a highlight reel. The emotions. Yeah. Yeah. So piggybacking off of that, like you said, a lot of people ask me that question too. Like, how do you afford to travel? Yeah. So what, for people listening, what is your best advice for traveling on a budget? I think you just need a place to sleep. That's like probably my one advice or my biggest piece of advice is you just need a place to sleep. Even if it's, I've stayed on air mattresses on people's floors and it's been awesome. Like just get there. And that's actually, that's my piece of advice. Just get there. I can't tell you how many times I've bought plane tickets with like no money. I've used up all my savings on a plane ticket, but then it forces me to make it happen. Mm-hmm. You can wait your whole life to be able to afford a trip. You have to be kind of crazy, but if you're willing, if you're willing, if you buy the ticket, I promise you, you will figure out how to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Cause that's what has to happen to me every time. Someone like takes that advice and goes to her like, I've been in Italy for two years. I can't get home. <laughs> like, Screw you, Indy. <laughs> okay. No, I, no I actually really like that. Sometimes you do just have to pull the trigger you and just gotta pull the trigger. Hope for the best because you are going to, you're going to have to figure it out. So yeah, in the beginning of my travel days as well, I uh, definitely slept in hostels and yeah. shared Airbnb spaces. And now you progress and maybe you're able to not do that anymore, but it's like yeah. everyone has to start somewhere. And if that's so your priority, fun. then you have to be willing to sacrifice exactly those things mm-hmm. and not stay in like a super expensive hotel or something. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So you've tweeted before and put on Instagram, like, what are your opinions about influencers, Instagram ads and all that? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just think Instagram, and I'm sure you guys can agree, like, I think people are so ready for something new, you know? And I think Based on what the feedback I receive, people respond really well to real glimpses of your life, vulnerability, mm-hmm. and I get down on myself sometimes because I cannot, you guys, do a cute, like, aesthetic feed to save my life. I can't. Yeah. I'm just not, I'm not good at taking, like, like Tessa or, like, even you or, like, Tyson. Like, all my friends are, like so creative and like take the most beautiful photos and I'm like how do you do it yeah like I feel you on that one you know what I mean mm-hmm. I'm like how like and, and so I have kind of just decided to focus like that's not my talent what my talent is is like I I feel like I'm relatable and mm-hmm. I think that is what people receive well on my social media and so instead of trying to be something I'm not necessarily like I have tried to like take really cool creative photos and it's just not me you know what mm-hmm. I mean yeah you and have to play to your strengths you have to play to your strengths and my strengths are just different I think my strengths are like my captions or like snapchats funny videos like that's those are kind of my strengths and so I don't know I don't even know if that really answered your question no I think it did yeah no I agree I know what you mean when you say people are ready for something new yeah because I saw I remember you tweeted something about like how Instagram's just one big ad and it's yeah. like it sucks to see that and stuff. And for me, I agree to an extent. Like, I definitely think there's, like, so oversaturated in certain yeah. areas. And, like, everyone's pages kind of start blending together. Like, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, yep, I've seen that feed a billion times. It's yeah. just not inspiring, honestly. 
But also I think it's, for me, it's like, I do look at Instagram as somewhat of a journal, but also I look at it as a business. 100%. So it's like, I get what, where you're coming from. I see both sides. I see that it's like a legit business and it's like you do, like you said, yeah. you do have to be talented and creative to like be a successful influencer. Yeah. But then there are people who kind of ruin it and like mm-hmm. aren't creative and like, I don't well, know. And for me, I, I'm always like, I am not an influencer. I don't really sell things, but I do. I sell presets and like I've sold my online workshop. So it's not a direct like ad necessarily, mm-hmm. but it's from Instagram 100%. You yeah. Know? I would not make the money I do. So it's a business for me too, even though I I wouldn't say like I'm, you know. Yeah. The typical have, social media. Yeah. I don't like have discount links and stuff and I'm not like making affiliate like, like, yeah. But at the same time, like, I am benefiting from Instagram right? and from it my influence. And so I have to cultivate that if I want to continue this. Yeah. Know? No, that makes perfect sense. And I feel like influencers, the name of it, I mean, I've hated it before. Right? Times I'm just like, hate I it. hate, I cannot physically say like, I'm an influencer. Right? I'm just like, ew, I hate that <laughs> word. Yeah. But really when you think about it, it's cool that you have influence over a group of people that like yeah. trust you. And I think it really depends on your intentions because I do see a lot of influencers where I, I mean, and maybe this is just me being judgmental, but I feel like I can see through them. I'm like, you're just doing that for money. Like you don't, mm-hmm. like that's not really your passion. But if your intention is truly to like, because there's nothing wrong with giving discount codes to like products that you love and think you exactly. you think your followers are going to love as well. It's like, that's helpful in yeah. my opinion. And so I feel like as long as you're staying genuine, yeah, I think so too. And I think, I think along the lines with that, I see influencers a lot that say, I would never tell you guys this unless I believed in it. And I'm always like, really? Because I know you're making money from that. And <laughs> that's fine. Because like me, like if I got offered that much money, it, I just feel like I remember. You would li- try to like it I re- a lot more than if you weren't getting paid. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah. I remember in the early, like in the earlier days when I like, I mean, I remember being like, I am not going to sell out. Like, I am not going to be a sellout, like, and just sell ever. And then I found out how much money, like, these people are getting You can offered. make as a sellout. <laughs> and you're like, yeah. you're like, how how can you turn that down? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I don't judge people that do. I 100%, like, like I, I did the most money I've ever been paid for an ad. It was $5,000 for a McDonald's ad. And I was like, McDonald's? Word. That's, yeah. my, that's my brand. Weird. <laughs> but, but. Oh, did you say word or weird? Word. I said word. Oh, I thought you said weird. I'm like. You're like, I like McDonald's. You're like, I eat the fries. But, but do you know what I'm saying by that? Like, mm-hmm. people are like, I would never sell you this unless I, or unless I believed in it. Which I have, I know people that are like that. But mm-hmm. I also know people who are, who will just sell whatever they can make the money. But I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Yeah. I just almost wish we were able to have the dialogue like, hey, I know this is super annoying, but they're offering me 10 grand to post this ad. Yeah. Like, can you guys just like... <laughs> yeah. Let let it, me, can you guys just slide. go click on this link? Yeah. You know what I mean? Instead can you guys of, like, buy it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are some influencers that really trick me. They're like, like they'll give it, they'll give you a story like, there's this tanning lotion. Like, I forgot mine and my friend brought me this oh, one. they it's are. so good. And you're like... Oh, I want it. Yeah. And then they're like, the discount code you're is. You're like, the discount code, and you're like, wait, is this an ad or oh, not? Wait, are you getting paid? Yeah. No, But I don't sure. think there's anything wrong with that, and I almost wish they'd, 
they'd just be like, hey, like, you would be helping me make money if you clicked on this link. Like, mm-hmm. I know ads are annoying, but this is how I make money. Yeah. Because there's literally nothing wrong if you than if you make money through Instagram ads. It's actually sick. Yeah. Like, it's actually really cool that that is a job opportunity, you know? Yeah, that you can continue to do your hobby. I just think, I think when I say people need something new, I think people just need to know what's up. And mm-hmm. I think, I think it'd be better if people knew if it was more... Open? Open, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Instead of trying to hide that it's an ad or, like, be weird about it. Well, I definitely... It is hard, and I think it's different once you get to a point where you can be more selective. Like, I feel like I'm so selective now. Yeah, I remember Even, talking to you in Mexico, and yeah. you're like, oh, like, I am so picky. Like, yeah. I barely say yes. Yeah, like, I rarely... I mean, I rare Not rarely say yes, but kind of. I mean, I would say I'm really, really picky about what I... And I didn't used to be. I would just be like, oh, yeah, that's cool enough. Like, yeah. I like that, because it's like, they're offering you thousands of dollars, but now I've just gotten to a place where I'm like... Even a shampoo and conditioner brand reached out not too long ago, and it was a really good brand deal, and I just said no. And it's, it's like, not worth it. To it's you. just not worth it because yeah. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to destroy my credibility. Like if I post another shampoo and conditioner, it's just like, no. Which I, one I do you down. actually love? Yeah. Then people just get confused, and I'm like, I I just can't. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And you I feel, and I feel like you do have a good trust with your followers mm-hmm. because you want people to actually buy the stuff because they know that. Yeah. Well, and I look at the people I follow who I trust, and it's, like, these people who really try the product out for a while. Like, I'm even using new skincare stuff. I'm loving it. It's not sponsored. Like, it wouldn't be sponsored if I posted about it. But even still, I'm, like, I want to use it for a month and then tell people if it actually helped because otherwise it's, like, what what is my job? Mm-hmm. Like, it's pointless if I'm not trustworthy and, like, people don't know what the real deal is, you know? Yeah. Or they buy in. It's, like, this is not what JC said it was going to be. <laughs> yeah. It's mm-hmm. just not good. Well, and I think, so, like— when you grow up and when you do a certain art, especially some kind of art form, it's such a taboo to sell out. Mm-hmm. Like even with music and stuff like yeah. that. Don't sell out. Don't do pop music. And my husband always says money is energy. So when you sell out, you're just getting more energy to do more things and yeah. to reach more people. There's literally nothing wrong with I that. I agree. I like I like what you were saying. Like I think you just have to decide what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I've kind of stayed away from ads. Not for, like, a, I'm not making a stand. I'm just, like, oh, like, I make money my other, other way now. And, like, to me, ad is, like, a job. I don't want to have mm-hmm. to go, like, that's a lot of effort for me when yeah. I'm not very, like, skilled in that sense. For a lot of us, being healthier was on our list of New Year's resolutions. I know it was on mine. But like we've talked about before, New Year's resolutions are hard. So hard, in fact, that 80% of us fail at sticking to our resolutions every year. We know there is no quick fix when it comes to better health. It's all about creating good daily habits and actually sticking to them. Ritual helps with that. Ritual is the obsessively researched vitamin for women. Ritual's essentials contain the nutrients most of us don't get from our regular day-to-day diets. And they're all in their purest, cleanest forms. No sketchy additives or ingredients that end up doing more harm than good. Two easy-to-take capsules provide nine nutrients you need to build a stronger foundation for way better health. One of my main New Year's resolutions this year was to get my morning routine down and stay consistent with it. Ritual has been the perfect addition to that. I wake up, say a little prayer, do my morning journaling, meditate and stretch. I know how basic that sounds. Then I go scrape my tongue, brush my teeth, wash and moisturize my face. Then I take my two Ritual Essentials 
vitamins with a big cup of water to finish it off. The Ritual Essential for Women capsules are so great because they have all the goods like vitamin D3, B12, and omega-3 to fill in all the gaps in a woman's diet. But one of my favorite parts, they don't have that fishy aftertaste like some other multivitamins I've tried. They smell nice and minty. I am an annoying obsessive label reader. I'll admit it. I just really like to know what I'm putting in my body and Ritual checks all of my boxes, all of their vegan-friendly, sugar-free, non-GMO, gluten-free, and all allergen-free ingredients, and their sources are 100% out there for the world to see, traceable and transparent, two pretty amazing qualities in a company. Better health does not happen overnight. Start 2019 with Essential for Women, a small step that helps create a healthy foundation for this year and beyond. Visit ritual.com slash what we said to start your ritual today. That's ritual.com slash what we said. Okay, that leads us to our next question is how do you make money if you don't do Instagram ads? So I usually get a check like every two weeks from like Middle Eastern men who send me. Great. I'll send them feet pictures. (laughs) Honestly. You were scared for a second. Oh, no. I honestly was like, cool. (laughs) She's supportive. She's like, great. Uh, if I wasn't married, I'd be doing that every week. Are you no, kidding? I actually I should probably tell Nick. So, like, yeah, do it. <laughs> no, I actually really did have this was about a year ago. I had a guy reach out on Twitter. He in his his message just said goddess. I was like, ooh, I like this already. <laughs> goddess, <laughs> goddess, let me or please empty my bank account. So I said, Okay. Give me your account number. He said, Do you like have PayPal or Venmo? I was like, yeah, Venmo me. And I'm like just interested, so right? Yeah, I'm just Venmo like me. I'm like, hmm, what is this? I cannot figure out. And I remember him being like, Does this happen to you a lot? And I was like, Yes, of course. <laughs> and he was like, How many how much do people usually send? And here I'm like, hmm. I'm like, money? I don't know. What if this is like a high roller? So I was like, yeah. I was like, anywhere from like one thousand to five thousand. And he replies and goes, Oh wow, I was not expecting that. I usually, he's like, I can't afford that. I'm so sorry. I'm like, oh, no. Like, just whatever you can afford. (laughs) He paid me, he paid me $100. You're kidding. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, like, sick. He actually paid me. Free money. You guys, he actually paid me, like, for, like, a couple months. And then my mom was like, this is weird. You need to stop. Because at first, my mom was like. Absolutely dead. My mom was like, I mean, I guess if he wants to give you money. Because that's a fetish for some guys, is to just give girls money. And that's my fetish is to like take money. Take money from <laughs> yeah. men. Yeah. So sounds like a good fetish to me. <laughs> no, really. The real way I make money is right now, it's so different. I start out filming weddings. I really don't film a lot of weddings anymore. But lately I've been making money through online courses. Like I had a Tristan and I filmed an online workshop and it's just like a super long like video tutorial on kind of how we got started, how we edit everything like we go all the goods yeah and then I we also sold um sometimes we'll do in-person workshops and those look so fun I remember that yeah and didn't you also make money from that music video thing someone wanted to use your video yeah yeah that's that was so crazy oh yeah Zach Brown band right yeah you guys I didn't even know who they were really yeah all the country fans listening are shaking (laughs) (laughs) I trembling well so what's funny is telling my roommate about this yesterday actually so I have this fall playlist I made like two years ago and it went viral. And every day to this day, I get five emails a day. And they call me Lily. I don't know why. They say, <laughs> Lily? Hey, yeah, they say, hey, Lily, 
um, please consider our band for your playlist. And it's like it's like managers that will like send me songs and bands and they're like want me to listen and put on my playlist. I don't know. But I seriously wow for two years I get emails every day. I feel like I'm a like an agent or like a producer <laughs> yeah. producer. I'm like like I'm just I just made a playlist. So I got this email. This was like a year ago too. And I just assumed I think the subject line was like Zach Brown band wants to use your video which I didn't know who the background You're like, was. Oh, brother. I'm like, but since I'd been getting all these emails, I was just like ignoring them. Like, cause I just ignore <gasps> all of them. Dead. So finally they had sent me like five. And I remember, I remember this was like February. They finally, I finally read one. Cause they were like, the subject line was like, please answer. I was like, Hmm, this, this manager's very persistent. <laughs> Got to give him a like, try. I was like, he really wants to be on my Spotify playlist. Like, I just thought it was the, the Zach Brown man's like, please put it on your playlist. Please, please. So I finally read it and it's like, we are go- like, we're about to go in a different direction, but like, please like consider like our bit, like the Zach Brown man really wants to use your video. And I'm like, what? So then I go through the thread and I read all their emails and I'm like, oh. And I was like, oh, like, yeah, you guys can use my video. They wanted to use my like year end 2017 video for their new music video. And I was like, well, sure. Like it didn't didn't really fit with the music at all it's like a love song and the video is basically just me <laughs> in a, like a million different countries mm-hmm. like running around in slow motion but hey, that's what sells but it was cool like that is so funny yeah like the most so that is funny. the most random it's band super random it's super random but like after i did research i'm like oh that's sick yeah it is sick i went to a zach brown band concert one time and it was so awesome yes and it i was love huge. it i love yeah. it i know their fans are loyal i'm not a country fan i mean i like it but i'm not well, a it's diehard fun. like fan. when i told my parents they were like uh are you sure it's them yeah I'm like yeah i think so mm-hmm. that is crazy oh, yeah that's so cool okay we're kind of switching gears but what do you look for in people that you like to follow um, oh, that's a good question. I, I feel, I feel like at this point, I, I go through phases, like, for a while, when I was traveling a lot, I, um, loved travel accounts, you know, and I, and then I got to a point where, like, they kind of made me depressed, you mm-hmm. know? Do you ever get that? You're like, oh, they're way too cool. Like, yeah. Goodbye. Oh, Yeah. Who doesn't get that? So I, I like, kind of go through phases, like, I'll go through, like, unfollowing sprees, and I'll unfollow, like, all the celebrities, and then I, like, refollow them. Sorry, Gigi Hadid. Yeah. Like, I unfollow her. Like, oh, that's me with Kylie Jenner. Right? And I, like, unfollow her, then a week later. I'm like, okay, we're back. <laughs> what did I miss? Yeah. <laughs> Catch up. Yeah. Um, right now, I'm really into fashion. I mean, I've always really liked fashion, and I feel like I kind of already follow everyone I, like, know and like. Mm-hmm. And so if I meet new people, I'll follow them. But I think I don't – I won't really follow, like, new people unless I think they have sick style. Like, I'm kind of into that. Like, if – that my entire Explore page is just, like, slime videos and, like, fashion. <laughs> slime videos. Yeah, so if I see someone with, like, a sick outfit, I'll, like, check them out. And if they have really cool style, I'll follow them. That's Style and spell? Yeah, I style like and slime. Like – Style and slime. Like, do you guys watch the sand cutting videos? Yes. I don't. JC. And, and you're you're is it like the soap cutting? Yeah, soap yes. cutting's lit too. Like I have a whole folder, like a collection on Instagram of like my favorites. So funny. Soap. There's like I soap. just have it on my explore page. Yeah, the soap, the sand. 
When people put the glitter and slime uh-huh. and then fold it up. There's and, foam. Mm-hmm. It's I like seen the foam. Oh, go watch it. It's a whole thing. Oh my god. That's what that's basically what I use Instagram for. That's hilarious. Point. Yeah. Style and slime. Wait, have you guys <laughs> seen the video on Twitter of the guy with like the knives and the blue? Oh my gosh, what deal. an icon. I cannot deal. I you feel like I have, it? but I don't remember yeah, well, show it to you after it this. Just made, yeah. There's no explanation. We could not. We could not explain it if we tried. Um, okay, so why did you decide to move to LA? What sparked that? When did you move here? How long had you been thinking about it? All that good stuff. Uh, I on it, I moved here so you guys would put me on your podcast. Oh, perfect. Okay. Yeah. So perfect. I can I feel like I can like call my mom now and be like, okay, I'm coming home. It worked. It worked. <laughs> no, I I always wanted to I mean, I just wanted to move. Could have gone to New York. I love New York too. LA seemed like an easier transition because it's super close to home and I know people out here. And I mean, you know, I feel like every time I talk to you, I'm like, I'm moving to LA. Yeah. Three years later, <laughs> finally happened. Yeah. So, I mean, I've really, you guys, like, I've been trying to get out here for so long. And I don't know why it just seemed so, the task seemed so, like, daunting, so intimidating. I didn't, like, I didn't, I pushed it off for years. Seriously, like, in early 2017, like, I almost had an apartment here fell through like and then things just kept getting in the way I kept traveling I was like this isn't like it's gonna be hard if I'm traveling so much yeah and then I would say like September of last year I kind of had like a existential crisis like what am I doing with my life and I kind of just wrote down a bunch of things that I wanted like what I feel like I'm really good at like living a life that I want um and I was traveling a lot um but I feel like I wasn't progressing towards anything you know because all these cool exciting plans I had I couldn't really develop because I was traveling so much and I was seriously you guys like last year I was home three four days out of the month like it was crazy I was traveling 12 months out of the year and I and those three days three or four days that I was home were brutal like I would just lay in bed all day doing nothing and it was like I would plan trips because I would be so, like, like I would sit at home and Claustrophobic. Do, yeah, I, like, needed to get out. And so this year, I, like, have things I want to do, and I have goals, and I have, I want to kind of chill out on traveling a little bit. But I, I feel like I can't get work done at home. I felt like I was just drained creatively. And, like, you guys know Utah. Like, it's so – everyone knows everyone. Mm-hmm. Everyone knows everything about everyone. It's just – I love it. I genuinely love Utah, but I just felt like I needed you gotta a change. Get out. Yeah, so I actually wrote on a notebook. I was like, I will move to LA by November 1st. That was my goal. I was like, I'm going to move there by November 1st. And I like put on my mirror. I was like, this is going to happen. Like I manifested it. I'm like, this is going to happen. And I actually got really close. Like I found an apartment with like two of my really good friends in a really cool area. Like everything was looking up. And like, honestly, I was going to be like in LA on November 1st which was so cool because that was my goal and then it fell through and that's kind of my personality like when one little thing goes wrong I like go back in my shut shell down. and mm-hmm. I'm like okay that was fun nice that try was never sign. doing that again yeah. yeah so I that's kind of what happened I that didn't work out and I like shut down and then so I started looking at apartments in Salt Lake City and I like I felt sick about it because I knew in the back of my mind that's not what I wanted to do, but I was justifying it. I'm like, it's closer to home. It's like, I know people here. 
I can do this, I can do this, and, like, move to L.A. next year. But in the back of my head, I was just, like, honestly, you guys, like, I was just distraught. and like, that's not what I want to do. But I was just ignoring it because mm-hmm. this was so much easier, so much more comfortable. And I remember talking to my dad about it, and he's like, I feel like either either one, like, will be a good decision. He's like, but, like, which one do you want to do? And I was like, I, I want to move to L.A. And I told him, I said, I don't think I'm ready, though. But I feel like if I don't do it now, I never will. And he was like, I don't think you'll ever be ready necessarily. And I was like, you're right. But when I said that, I was like, if I don't do it now, I never will. That, like, literally started stressing me out. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is such a, like, there's no better time. Like, I have no, I'm not tied down to any person or any job or anything there. It's like, I just need to do it. And then... I mean, I did, and it fell into place, like, literally two weeks later. I had already told my friend in Salt Lake City that I was going to live with her. And then about two weeks later, I was in Nepal, and my friend texted me and was like, hey, like, we, this girl said we could move in. Like, this, this apartment opened up. She said we could move in at the beginning of December, and I didn't even look at it. I was just like, yep, yep. let's do it. I literally just, yeah. that was one of the moments where I just pulled the trigger. I was like, I will never do it. Like, I mm-hmm. will never. And that's why it's so cool. I, like, I know people hate L.A. Like, people are always like, oh, You know, like, they're such. Yeah. The California snobs are like, oh, I hate L.A. But to me, it's cool just because. There's a good energy here. To me, it's cool just because I finally did it, you know. Mm-hmm. And I don't. It's not like I came out here to be anything or to do anything specific. But it's like I feel like I reached a goal. And so. It's, like, been a really fun little time in my life just because I feel like there's a new chapter, you know? No, I love that. I think we've actually talked about this before, too, is a lot of things that are big decisions in life you're never going to be ready for. Like, kids, getting married. I always say you're never going to be ready to get married. Yeah, you always say, I'm not ready yet. Yeah, I'm not ready to go to college. Like, you're never going to be ready. Mm -hmm. You just have to throw yourself into it sometimes. Yeah, no one's ready till it happens. Yeah, and that's similar to mine and life situation because we grew up in Arizona, lived there our entire lives. I had, We had both lived in Utah for a period of time before we even met each other, but then it was our dream and our goal to move to California. Like, we both loved it. That's where we went on our honeymoon just because we loved it so yeah. much. And we had that written down in – we had, like, these little wedding magazines at our wedding, um, and they were, like, little Q&As, and one of them was, like – what's your dream goal or something. And both of us had put to like live in California. And we started off, we lived in my, at my grandma's house. Cause we didn't have, we didn't really have money and we wanted to like work up to living somewhere, or whatever. And then in like four months we moved to California and it, it was one of those things where we were like, should we actually do this? Like it was kind of one of those things we always talked about, but we're like, will we ever actually do it? And then once we moved here, it was like, okay, like, we're thrown into it. Now we have to figure it out. We have to pay rent. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then that's honestly when, like, our entire business started taking off because yeah. we were forced to, like, make, make it, it happen. And, like, I'm so grateful that we did that because. Like, what if you didn't? What if we didn't? Like, what if we just stayed in our comfortable bubble? I don't know. It's good to, like, have new experiences. Even if you moved here for two months and you're like, I kind of hate it. At well, I at least it. you did yeah, it. Exactly. I, I was, that, that haunted me, you guys. I was like. I will regret it for the rest of my life if I just don't know. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you can always go back. That's what's nice about being close. Like you said, it's like I can – I mean, Arizona is even closer, but I can drive to Arizona in five hours if I'm, like, desperate to see my family. Exactly. 
Yeah. And it's been fun. Like, I, I don't really know a lot of people out here, so it's been fun to, like, just kind of decide what my new life is like. Like, mm-hmm. I decide where I like to go shopping or, like, on my walks or, you know, Find, my favorite. Find, like, new food places you Yeah. Like. It's, oh, it's I live so for fun. that. And yeah. I'm, like, all alone, too. And I feel like even though it's California and I grew up coming here, I feel like I'm just, I'm so alone in, like, a new city and I feel, it's so fun. Yeah. Like, I'm just, like, loving this it stage It really of life. is. Yeah. When you, this is what I said about, so we're in Gilbert right now where we grew up and went to high school, me and my husband. And we came from, we lived in California, Utah, different places, but now we're back in Gilbert. And I'm like, it's so weird that I go to the grocery store now and I see someone from high school every single time yeah. or someone I don't really want to talk yeah. to. And I'm like, this is the nice part about living somewhere else yeah. where you walk around and no one, no knows, one knows you. you. It's, it's so a beautiful nice. thing. I agree. It really is. You have a new start. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, everyone. It's time to talk shoes. I know this time of year, we're all looking for ways to reinvent ourselves. Me personally, I'm trying to branch out and wear more bright colors like my pastel queen JC here. So wish me luck. My mom says I look great in pink. I think otherwise. But changing your whole look can be intimidating. Well, let me tell you, the easiest way to step out of your comfort zone and turn heads is with a statement shoe from Shoe Dazzle. No matter what styles you're looking for, Shoe Dazzle is the place to get your shoe fix. But it's not just that. With tons of shoes, clothing, and accessories, Shoe Dazzle has thousands of ways to step up your look. They've got all the latest trends, and if you're looking for something specific, keep checking in because hot new styles drop every week. You can shop as a guest, but let me tell you right now, shopping as a VIP member is definitely the best way to go. First of all, you're given this really fun little style quiz to personalize your shopping experience. When I took the quiz, it was no surprise that they nailed down my all-black style real quick with a classic sneaker here and there and sometimes a high heel boot when I'm feeling crazy. But most importantly, VIPs like me save 30% off most retail prices all day, every day, plus get free shipping and returns, not to mention tons of other exclusive sales and perks. It's a flexible membership, so each month you can choose to shop or skip. And again, you get 30% off every single day. Now's the time to go to shoedazzle.com slash what we said and sign up as a VIP because right now you'll get your first pair of shoes for just $10. Come on, you cannot beat that. That's shoedazzle.com slash what we said to step up your look today for just $10. Shoedazzle.com slash what we said. You have an extreme talent for creating emotion with your content. I feel that is how... Oh, thank you. Like, you just connect so well with your audience. So how do you connect with them, and how do you keep that connection with them? I think I'm very relatable. I think I mentioned that before, but I think I'm an open book. I just kind of, like, lay it all out there. Like, I... So I got a nose job last year, and I, like... I posted a picture literally, like, two minutes out of surgery. Like, and it's funny because people are like, that was so cool that you did that. Like, that was brave and I was like oh really like I don't like I just thank you for telling your story you're so brave (laughs) you're so brave yeah I'm like you're braver than the marines oh you guys I said that the marines came for me (laughs) they came for me all the military wives are at your house (laughs) no it was so funny though because to me that's just so like that's just kind of how I am like I just really don't I don't care a lot about I think I have in the past cared a lot about my social image, but I think even when I did care a lot, I was still relatable and, like, um, Mm -hmm. honest. And I think 
people respond really well to that. And I think it's because what I always think about social media that's so cool is you have like the Kardashians or these super famous people that live these lavish lives, right? And it seems so unattainable. But then you have these people on Instagram that you follow that are just normal people who live really cool lives, you know? Like these mommy bloggers who have these beautiful houses and these perfect children and they travel everywhere and they seem to have these perfect lives. That seems more attainable to people because they're normal people, you know? Mm -hmm. Right. And so I think the hard part and the dangerous part is when people aren't open and honest. They have these perfect lives, which everyone says like, Instagram's not reality. Like, remember that. But it's hard to remember that Mm -hmm. every post you see you know so I think um that's the danger of that and so I just always try to be super honest and be like I I just I just wish people knew like how boring my life was like when I'm not you know the things that they don't see like they would oh my gosh they would die like I don't do anything you know what (laughs) I mean but I come across as like this really cool girl who travels everywhere and has these great friends and like just is always doing crazy things and I try really hard to um also like shed light on like the fact that like how I got there what I'm doing because that's another thing is it's like we like these people because it seems attainable but when they don't share anything else you just see the final product you know like nothing of value to like help you out yeah there's no value so I think that I think that's how um I've developed a relationship like I I really do feel like because your fans are loyal they're super loyal loyal. I don't get it they are loyal like I love it but I am (laughs) I do feel like like I follow so many of my I don't like saying fans but like followers like Mm -hmm. because like that's one thing too is I feel like making friends is harder when you're older you know because it's like you're friends with like people that you've known your whole life or like people you meet but with Instagram it's weird but it's like my roommate right now she was one of my followers you know yeah some of my best friends are and so I don't ever want people to think that I think I'm better than anyone you know Mm -hmm. and so I genuinely like to create relationships with like online people who support me because you know I create online relationships with people all the time who don't necessarily support me yeah. So it's so like, why wouldn't you? So to yeah. so I really so it's like it makes sense for me to give back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Be and friends. Yeah. Yeah. To me, I'm like I'll answer the question for you. But <laughs> Let's no, hear it. To me, I feel like you have almost like a shock value, especially in Utah. Yeah. So, but then at the same time, they feel like it is attainable because you're open about everything else in between. Yeah. So it's like okay, this shocking. You want to know more. You want to you know, be involved, but then also at the same time, you're real and you tell the little details about your, like, average life, Mm quote-unquote, and so people connect with you, but then they're also interested, whereas, like, sometimes you get one or the other. Mm -hmm. She's like, with JC, (laughs) I'm like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just saying, like, well, you do a good job of that, too. Like, you always Yeah, like, you, I love how you, like, are always interacting with your followers. Yeah. I feel like you, it's so obvious for people that don't, you know, Mm -hmm. and I just think, if you do have the What's pr- the point? If you have the privilege of having people that really like love and support you. Ride mm-hmm. for you, then you got you have to like Yeah. You, yeah, you have to show them that love back. Mm-hmm. Well, JC I think has taught me that more so. Mm-hmm. Whereas I don't have fans or follow like crazy anything, but even with the podcast, like I 
it's such a foreign thing mm-hmm. to me. But JC's kind of introduced me into that world. I'm like, oh my gosh, you can have like a huge group of friends online. It's amazing. 100%. Do you want better sleep? I know I do. As you know, JC and I are both pretty obsessive about the quality and the quantity of our sleep. Welp, Casper is here to help. Casper is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest one night at a time. You spend one-third of your life sleeping, so you better make it count. The experts at Casper work tirelessly to make a quality sleep surface that cradles your natural geometry in all the right places. The original Casper mattress has over 20,000 reviews and an average of 4.8 stars on Google. With a breathable design that regulates your body temperature and keeps you cool as the flip side of the pillow, may I say? While you sleep, it's easy to see why. Casper also offers two other mattresses, the Wave and the Essential, all designed, developed, and assembled in the good U.S. of A. Casper is able to offer you affordable prices by cutting out the middleman. You can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. For you guys, our beautiful What We Said listeners, you can get $50 towards select mattresses by visiting casper.com slash what we said and using code what we said at checkout that's casper.com slash what we said and use the promo code what we said at checkout for fifty dollars towards select mattresses terms and conditions do apply so do you ever feel a sense of pressure or like you have to one-up yourself with videos or yes anything like that that is one thing i really feel pressure about i don't feel I don't really feel, like, a lot of social pressure, and I take pride in that, but that is one thing, like, I'm always, like, how am I going to top that? Like, last year, I I went to, like, I swear I went to, like, 17 countries last year. Like, I was crazy traveling, and I, like, had really cool things happen to me, and I'm, like, how is this going to add up this year? You know what I mean? Because, and it's, like, I don't I don't have any trips planned right now. Like, and I'm losing my mind. And so I'm trying to get to a place where I can just be happy and, like, live in the moment. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, even with my 2016 video that went viral, that's still my most viewed video of all time. How many views does it have? Oh, it has, on mine, it has, like, 20 million. On what? On your what? On my Twitter. Oh my. But then it's been shared by so many other accounts too. Like, mm-hmm. there's no way to track. There's no way to track. Insane. That video is crazy viral. And then, like, the year after that, I was so nervous. And, like, um, that one, like, actually got a lot of views too. And, like, this year's didn't really get as many. But I was so proud of the, the video that it, like, didn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. So I think you have to just, like, Oh, it's so hard. It's so it's so much easier said than done, but, like, you have to. And it's funny, too, because my 2016 video, I wasn't even going to post it. I had no intentions of posting it. I was like, this is stupid. And I was like, eh, I'll just keep it for myself. And then literally last minute, it was, like, I think it was, like, January 1st, like, right before I went to bed. I was like, eh, I'll just post it. And then I woke up, and, like, my phone wouldn't, wouldn't work because oh my, my notifications were blowing up. And it's so funny because that... I've tried so hard, so much harder on my other videos. But it's like that one that was so effortless is the one that people really loved. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Oh, yeah. That's for really sure. how it always is, yeah. isn't it? I know. It sucks, but it's true. I know. Um, what was I just going to ask you? Oh, yeah. So when that went viral, do you remember how many followers you had 
on Instagram or something and then um, how many you got or whatever? Um, so I think I had, I like just hit like 20,000 followers when that went viral. And then I think it like got me to like, I think I got like 10,000 followers. So I think that I was like, crazy. I was like 30,000 followers. And then Twitter was fun just because I love Twitter and I got a ton of followers on Twitter. I think I had like 20, I got like 20,000 followers on Twitter too. That's crazy. That's insane. Okay. Now we want a genuine answer to this. How do you react or feel when people hate on you when you get mean messages or hear stuff guys the haters that is such a it's so different for me like every day is different because I'm so sensitive and I'm so like you don't know me like how you know and I I go through phases while where I will literally like write back to everyone (laughs) and then I'll go right back to people who hate Yeah, yeah 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 and then I'll go through phases I feel like everyone handles it differently. Like a lot of people just delete, which I think ultimately that's the best option because when you delete, it's like, it's gone. If I leave a comment up and I argue with them, I think about it for months, right? Months. (laughs) Literally, like I'll be like, oh yeah, that freaking girl. But if I delete it right away, I forget about it right away, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think that is the best option, but, like, oh, I'll go through clapback phases where I, like, just roast people to the ends of the earth. But this is my favorite. My favorite thing I've been doing lately is I've just been responding, like, very nicely. And it's hilarious, you guys, because 10 out of 10, not even 9 out of 10, like, 10 out of 10 times, they will respond and be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And it's hilarious. Like, I'll get the meanest messages. Like, Yeah, give us some examples. Let me think. Um, I remember I remember one girl messaging me a really mean message about how I'm super fake because I got a nose job and how I'm not relatable anymore. She was like, I used to like you in your nose, when your nose before. I was like, oh, sick. So you just liked me and I was ugly. Like, <laughs> that was relatable. I'm just kidding. But I was you like. You want the worst for others? But, but, I, no. but it was just such a funny thing. And my instinct was to be like, listen here. Like, I'm not responsible for how you feel. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm not responsible for your insecurity. But instead, I just messaged her and I was just like, oh, I'm, I was like, I'm so sorry. I was like, for the record, I think your nose is so cute. And she like Got was her. so embarrassed. She was like, I cannot even believe I wrote that to you. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm trying to think of another one. It happens a lot, though, or, like, even if I'll just, like, people message me and be, like, like, someone messaged me the other day and was, like, your lips look awful. Who did your lips? Like, they look so bad. And I just responded and said, LOL. They were, like, honestly, I didn't think you would see this. I'm so sorry. A lot of people don't think you'll yeah, see it. Yeah, which and then is so you're funny because you're, like, why, why would you, you say, say it, it anyway? like their therapy they're like okay today I'm gonna send 10 hate comments right? to get off my chest so I don't know uh, it just it honestly depends on the day but it is hilarious to see like people just get so because I think mm-hmm. they think you're gonna react and that's what they want they always want a reaction obviously mm-hmm. it's like if someone met if you message someone saying your lips look awful what what do you want them to say do you want them to be like Oh, Shoot, I'll go right. take them out for you. Yeah, like, no, you want them to be like, screw, screw you. you. Yeah, they yeah. they want a reaction on you. So when you don't give them the reaction, it, it's just so, it just, like, gives you the power back. It's way mm-hmm. more satisfying. It does give you well, the power. Well, I tell Leif that all the time that it depends. Like, when I'm in a really good place, I can genuinely say that when I get comments that are rude. 
I just don't care. Like, I'll delete them. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, that's so annoying. And I delete it and I do not care. And then other days, I remember I had something similar when I, on my YouTube, on one of my YouTube videos, um, I had just gotten my lips done not too long before. And I think I was like, oh, I don't want to record this because they're still kind of swollen. But mm-hmm. I was like, whatever, it's fine. And I recorded it. And then someone said something similar where they're like, yeah. your lips look horrible. Like this whole thing. I started bawling oh because gosh. I was having the worst day yeah. that day. And I was already kind of like feeling self-conscious about it. And then they said that and I literally bawled my yeah. eyes out. And then other days people could say that and I'd be like, I don't care. Yeah. Like, it, and I think it's the same for the hater too. I think the one of the best like pieces of advice I've heard is like no happy person is like gonna hate on you you know what I mean sitting around doing that so I have to just remember that like I'll be straight up I've never actually had the urge to like send hate I guess necessarily but like I've thought it Mm -hmm. yeah right and like I'll get so hyped up and then I'm like oh my gosh like I and it's like and then you reflect and you're like what is wrong with me Mm -hmm. and it's a hundred percent just your insecurities like coming out onto another person Mm -hmm. yeah and a lot of people just literally take it out and that's how they take it out is through instagram comments and sending random dms and i just think anyone who's in a good place would never do that because why would you you wouldn't need to Mm -hmm. you know yeah for sure you literally would not need to if you were chilling if you were just happy the nicest person and i think the same goes for you receiving it it's like if you're in a happy place with yourself you're gonna be like "Mm, i don't care yeah. But if you're down on yourself and you're, like, feeling insecure and someone says that, it'll, like, tip the iceberg, you know? Yeah. It's like putting salt on an open wound. Sometimes you don't have an open wound, so the salt doesn't freaking hurt at all. Exactly. And, but if it's something that you're, sensitive you're already about. sensitive about. Or sometimes I think hate can be the best thing ever because sometimes it does yeah. make you reflect about, yeah. oh, I must really be self-conscious about this bad trait that I have. Or so, else it wouldn't affect Yeah, like so that. what do I need to do to fix it? Or what yeah. do I need to work on? I just remember one time I was taking a video of my little brothers and sister in the car and someone messaged. This was not necessarily hate, but I just was wondering why they had to put so much rage into it. And they're like, not a single one wearing an effing seatbelt, you effing morons. Oh, and I was like, goodness. thank you. I They weren't wearing seatbelts. We need to wear our seatbelts more. Yeah. Like, I didn't respond to her because I'm like, I don't know what your problem is, but <laughs> yeah. you need some Xanax because <laughs> you got chill. But yeah, no, I agree. For real. And hate… Hey, at the end of the day, it's hard, but my mom's always like, Indy, Kim Kardashian gets so much hate. And look at her. Look at her. <laughs> She's married to Kanye West, has beautiful <laughs> right? children. So, I don't know. Hate, there's just always, that's one of my problems is I'm like, I'm such a people pleaser. I want everyone to like me. And a lot of people don't like me. And so, when they don't, I'm like, I need to make them like me. But at the end of the day, it's just like, oh, just. Just got to be yourself. Yeah, you know. That leads me to my next question. Do you consider yourself a confident person? Yeah. I I do. And I think I um, – I don't know how much of that was just, like, the Rachel Berry in me as a kid. Like, I don't mm-hmm. know how much of it was, like, learned or how much I was born with. But my parents were both very confident. And um, like I said, my I wrote a song called I'm the Greatest Girl in the World. Like – I'm dead. Can you please release that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Should be your YouTube I'll talk intro. to my manager. <laughs> yeah. But I just think um, I definitely struggle. I was actually struggling pretty bad, like, at the end of last year. This past year? Yeah. Just with, um, like, body image, which body image is just so – it just comes and goes, you know? Mm-hmm. I've learned that. I learned that, like, I will never just – like, body confidence and confidence in general is not a – 
like it's not a destination. It's not like something you can work so hard for and then get there and then just live there. It's like you have to work every day. Yeah. If you want like and it's like just the bottom line is like you're not going to be confident every day. Mm hmm. But because um, your body changes, yeah, and so, you change, yeah. So even if you are confident one day, your body changes in two months, and so you have to work on loving that body instead exactly. of the body you had two months ago. Yeah, I mean, I think my advice on confidence is I actually saw this tweet yesterday, and I think I like screenshotted it because it was so dope. It was just like, once you decide you're hot, you become it. <laughs> Iconic, right? Wait, kind of true, true. Like, and I realized that I'm like. And the thing is, is I just feel like if a random person on Instagram can decide, like, oh, Indy's not cute, mm-hmm. and I can decide on a random Instagram account, like, oh, that girl's not that cute, why can't I decide that about myself? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. It's like, literally, anyone can think whatever they want about me, and I can't control it, but I can control what I think about myself. And so I've just decided that I'm, like, really pretty, and I'm really cool, and like and it's it's like I it's like I almost know I'm like lying to myself like I'm convincing it but like if it it works sometimes you know yeah and I think I think it's true I think confidence is just all it's so just personal and it's just a lot of it is just faking it till you make it Mm -hmm. you could literally look at yourself and like know you're not cute but convince yourself you are and then you kind of be like well actually why does it even matter yeah yeah and then another thing with confidence is like I mean I remember my best friend, my friend that I lived with, she was having a really hard time with confidence. And she, she's a really good hairstylist. She's super good. And it's funny, like, when she gets talking about hair, she knows. And she knows she's good at hair. So it's like she, when she does hair, she knows she's the best. She's, like, in her element, right? And so, and it's like my brother, my older brother, like, was struggling with self-confidence. And he's really smart. He's super, super smart. And it's like, those are things they know they're good at. And so they're very confident in those aspects. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I think if you just, like, even if you have to pretend, like, sometimes you feel like a fake, you know? But if you just had that same confidence that you have and things that you know you're really good at all the time, like, that's that's some power. Yeah. We just listened to a podcast on the way here and they said, he said true confidence is not how you feel about the good things in your life, but it's how you feel about the negative aspects of it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I yeah, love that. because you can be like, I'm the best at this. But then in other aspects, when someone says something to you about it, you start bawling and you're just like, yeah, this is I'm mm-hmm. so sensitive about mm-hmm. this. But if you're willing to look at those areas of your life and admit like, oh, I'm not the best at that, but I want to be better or but it doesn't matter. Yeah. Then it's like you take your power back. And I exactly. it's so crazy because thoughts are so powerful. And I like I hate even saying that because it's just so cheesy and you hear it all the time, like your thoughts are so powerful, but they really are. And I've even caught myself like in the last year, my skin has been going through a roller coaster and it'll be good, it'll be horrible, all these things. And I remember one day I like in the morning, I was like, I looked at myself, I'm like, I my skin is horrible today. And I was just thinking that and I was getting so just sad about it. I was like, uh, and then I literally was just like, you know what? It's not that bad. And I was like, and mm-hmm. no one's really going to care. Mm-hmm. So, and I remember like thinking that in my head, not saying it out loud, but just thinking it's really not that bad. Like, why am I freaking out about it? And then the rest of the day I was, you're fine. I was in a great mood. It. And I was like, wow, that's yeah. crazy. I just like tricked myself somehow, but <laughs> yeah. it worked. <gasps> Seriously. Okay. That leads us to what is your favorite personality trait that you have and your least favorite? Hmm. 
So this is funny. I actually did. I like wrote an Instagram caption about this. When I was in Nepal, we were at lunch and like this girl totally put me on the spot. And we are at like a table full of people. And she's like, Indy, what's your favorite thing about yourself? And I was like, oh my gosh. Like was so, I was like so uncomfortable with that question because I didn't know how to answer it. There was a room full of people and I was like, what do I say that like will not make me sound conceited mm-hmm. or, but like still like, I was like thinking of a good answer. And then I couldn't even think of an answer at all. Right. I was like, isn't that so crazy? Like I did not know what I liked about myself. And so I finally, like I literally went home and I wrote a list of things that I liked about myself and it was really hard, but it got easier as I went on and I like, and now I feel like I am getting better at that aspect of like, because I feel like it's so natural to like downplay yourself, right? Be self-deprecating. Super. I'm super self-deprecating. Like it's like a. That's my number one talent in life. <laughs> word. Like yeah. same. So I, I've been trying to work on that. And I think my favorite thing about myself is that I'm fun. I think I'm fun to be around. And, like, my friends always say that I'm fun. And I think, I feel like I can make any situation fun. Like, I could be on a plane or sitting in traffic and just make it a situation fun. Mm -hmm. And then my least favorite thing about myself is probably that I didn't make the Hannah Montana audition. That's pretty bad. Didn't make the cut. (laughs) Wait, did you really audition? No. Oh, I was like, oh my gosh. She was almost Hannah Montana. Um, Just know that Miley Cyrus' dad paid her for her to be Hannah Montana, so you could have had a shot. It's comforting. My least favorite thing about myself is I'm I'm like so super bad at um, communicating. Something I need to work on. Like I'm a bad texter. I'm a Gemini, so it's kind of like our mo but i'm i'm just like that was my goal for 2019 i was like i'm gonna text everyone back right away and i've been doing better yeah and i'm proud to report that i am doing better at texting back i'm really bad at that too me and Leif talk about that sometimes we're both actually really bad at texting back and it's so weird because Leif's like he's even worse than me but he's like it's not that i don't care about the person like because people are like if they don't text you back they don't care yeah and Leif's like no i care about everyone but I just, I yeah. don't know what's I, don't, I, you guys, for me, it's like, oh, I, they deserve, like, a good response. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay. Time. And I'm like, I can't respond right now, but, like, I will. And then I forget. And then they're, like, three days later, like, so. I know. I am the same way. Yeah. Maybe we all just need to set aside 30 minutes a day to, to just respond, everybody back. Right? Just respond it's honestly to everything. Smart. Yeah. Because otherwise, when you think, I have to do it right now, then you just don't ever do it. Yeah. Do you have any exciting projects that you're working on right now? Yes, I do. That you can speak on. I don't really know if I can speak on this, but it should be public knowledge in the next couple of weeks. Okay, cool. It's something really cool that, yeah. So they, so they, they just need be to, on the lookout. They need to follow along with well, you. Well, actually, yes, by the time this goes out, it might be. Yeah, Ooh, yeah just check It'll my be Instagram. On the just check. Yeah. Just check, check it out. <laughs> Let's, we want the tea. We want the boys' tea. Oh, the boys? So, are you dating someone? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I feel like I feel like a celebrity, like, ambushed on yeah. the red carpet. Are you dating this person? <laughs> like, we just want to talk to you about your videos. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you guys know Timothy Chalamet? Yes. Do we ever? Go look up this on the Golden Globes, like, a week ago. They, like, totally ambushed him about Lily Rose Depp. They're like, so you're going to hang out with Lily after this? And he's literally – it's so funny but so sad. He's like, huh, um, hmm. 
Are they dating? <laughs> yeah, they're dating, but like oh. it was so I felt so him, but I was like, yeah, that's funny. I You're like, I oh, I feel bad, but yeah, right I want to know. <laughs> like, Let's hear it. <laughs> no, I. I don't. I mean, know. you don't have to say no, names. I don't know how to answer this question, but like, if you're a day one follower of me, you probably know who it is. But I've been <sighs> rekindling a romance. Mm. It's text your ex season, ladies. <laughs> Just kidding. Don't remember doing the buzz rules. So. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, Indy told me to. <laughs> Sorry. So, um, but it's not a fish. No, I mean, no. I mean, so I did just post a picture of us, which it's funny because the picture, like, you posted a very mysterious video. It was it was mysterious, and the reason I did it was because so his name's Jackson. Jack and I, like, we have been we were high school sweethearts. We dated for like three years, been on and off for like three more years. Like we've known each other forever, and. Like, we've been through so much. It's been really rocky. And I feel like so much of our relationship has been a secret. Like, I honestly felt like a secret when I was younger. Like, my parents didn't like him um, after we'd broken up. Like, I wasn't allowed to see him. So everything was super secretive. And I got so sick of it. Like, we started – he lives in L.A. Super convenient. Didn't know that until he moved here. Oh, really? Yeah. So So we, like, started hanging out and – I mean, like, I he is the love of my life. Like, I love him so much. He loves me. Like, we'll always love each other no matter what happens. But I just felt, like, so tired of this, like, secret almost, you know? And I was like, oh, I'm just going to post a video. Like, I do not care. Mm-hmm. And I kind of did that just to, like, sorry, Mom. Like, she's, like, <laughs> listening yeah. to this. No, I, I honestly, that's why I posted. I was just like, I'm so sick of this. Like, I'm an adult. <laughs> Like, I should be able to... You want to get it out on social media so people don't ask yeah, you. Yeah, and, and honestly, to, to be to be honest, now that I've posted that, I don't think I will. Dep- even, like, no... Don't think you will what? Post about... Oh. I don't think, no, like, no matter who my next relationship is with, I don't think I'll be very public about it. Mm-hmm. Just because it's, like, been... It's caused problems in the past. Yeah. So, but I just kind of wanted to get it out there. You know, and mm-hmm. he's such a big part of my life that like nobody really knows about, which is so funny too, because it's like my best friends know him, obviously, but so many people like have no idea. Like everyone yeah. on my Instagram is like, "Who is this? Who is this?" And, and then, meanwhile, it's like such a huge yeah. Trip. And then all these girls were commenting, they're like, "We know who it is. Like we've been here since." <laughs> I'm like, "Word, you guys are That's sick." So funny. <laughs> yeah, they're loyal. They're loyal. Day ones. <laughs> Okay, what is the most important thing that guys should understand about girls that you don't feel like they do? Oh, my goodness. So much. I mean, I know there's a long there's list, so much. what's the first? I don't know if I could, like, I don't know, like, the most important, but it's funny. Me and my roommate were actually talking about this the other night because I'm going to expose I'm gonna expose my friends here. Okay. So it's New Year's, and Tristan, my best friend, really wanted to <laughs> – I'm totally exposing them right now. He really wanted to Give hook up. He wanted to hook up with Kenzie, my roommate, and they're really good friends. And she was like down, like they're kind of down for each other, but she wouldn't. She wouldn't. And I remember being like, like why not? Like, and he was so mad. He was so mad. But he was like, a couple days ago, I was like, yeah, like why didn't you? And she's like, it would have been so weird. She's like, and we talked about how guys just don't get that. Like, you know, to Tristan, he's literally in his head like, oh, it's just like a hookup. It's a Nickmo. It's a Nickmo. But, like, to Kenzie, she's like, no, we're close friends. That's going to be weird after, mm-hmm. you know? Girls think ahead and girls, like, overthink everything where guys just, like, 
Let's see. They do not see the future consequences of anything. They just like act on what's they're happening like, now. Like like to Tristan, it's like he you know what I mean? Like he doesn't think mm-hmm. of like and I feel like girls also overthink everything, like if you hook up with a guy and like for me at least, like I'll hook up with a guy and I'm like what will my life first be name like sound with his last yeah. name? Yeah. yeah, on the drive exactly. home. And you like think things are great, right? And then you they literally don't care. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. And so I just think, I think guys, if we have any fellas listening, Tyson, I'm like, who else? <laughs> I, I don't know, it. honestly. No, so surprisingly, we do have some guys that listen and they'll like message us. Really? Like, yeah, I yeah love actually, I have too. seen some guys like at the that. gym that will be like, I listen to your podcast. Just while they're freaking yeah. throwing out. No, I love that. But I just, I think that is something guys don't get is like girls overthink everything and they remember everything mm-hmm. you know like little things guys will say to you you're like i'm like remember when you said that in 2014 like it's like no sorry <laughs> sorry just kidding i didn't even know him then but yeah yeah i feel you on that yeah okay to end this great episode what is your number one goal for 2019 if you had to pick one thing oh goodness i can't okay so one <sighs> hmm I have, like, um, three long-term goals. Like, I want to make a documentary. Um, I want to write a book. And I want to start, like, my own clothing brand. And so I think that my goal for this year is not to necessarily, like, accomplish one of those. But, like, to make ground on them and serious progress. Because, like, last year I feel like was a lot of planning. And I feel like this year I want to actually start taking action executing long and executing so I mean I don't even know I could do any of them but I would love to write a book that's probably good that's probably my number one goal for the year I don't know if I it's going to be finished but like to start what kind of book because you are a very talented writer for anyone listening and he's a very talented I think that's my favorite form of expression is writing even Mm -hmm. more than videos so I'm excited I would like almost a memoir just kind of I well I think I kind of brought it up earlier is this is a cool time to be alive because anyone can be famous anyone can make a YouTube channel anyone can do anything Mm -hmm. so like why can't I write a book you know I think a lot of people think to write a book you have to have all these accolades and you have to have all of these accomplishments you have to be some sort of something and then you write a book about it but I kind of like the idea of like no, I'm just, like, a normal girl. Like, literally, I'm super ordinary, and I'm just going to write a book because I can. Because mm-hmm. it's 2019, and people can do that, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I just think that'd be cool. Like, why wait until I'm 30 and I've accomplished a lot of things to write a book? I just want to do it now. Yeah. Well, who says you can't write another book when you're 30? And, yeah. Just add so, it to and the that's another thing I think. Collection. I think a lot of people write books, write blog posts, make movies after – you know, after they've been through it and they've made it. But I think it's interesting to hear from people in when they're in the thick of it. And right now I'm 21. Like, I am just moved to L.A. Like, I don't even know what's going to happen. But I'm, like, in it. I'm in it right now. So I think that would be a cool perspective Yeah. from someone who's in it right now, not years later looking back on their time, you know? Mm-hmm. So stay tuned. I love, love that. Okay, <laughs> well – where can everyone find you? Tell us your Instagram handle, your Twitter, YouTube, everything, so they can find so, you. So, okay. Sell in, out for us let's, here. Okay. <laughs> Instagram is Indie Blue, I-N-D-Y-B-L-U-E underscore. There's this 
cute little girl from Thailand who's got that <laughs> indie blue without the underscore. You know oh someone has Jason Marie too. I've been trying to get it for years. <laughs> I've literally offered her. Like I've literally Google translated Thai. Please, I will pay you for this username. No. Oh Nothing. my gosh. No. She's Is she cute. active? She's cute. Yeah, she's got a cute cat. I check up on her frequently. Oh my god! So indie blue underscore. Stay tuned on the underscore. <laughs> could go away. Could go away soon. And then I think just search indie blue on YouTube too. And indie sev. Indie blue. Indie sev is my Twitter. Okay. That's just indie sev. Indie sev. I thought about changing it, but Twitter was like me in high school, and I just feel like I could never part with mm-hmm. it. So indie sev, if you want the T. I feel like Twitter is where you thrive. Twitter mm-hmm. is where I thrive. And People also, don't know that. I never tweet, but I get on Twitter every day, and it's probably my favorite Same. form of social media. Well, what people tweet. don't understand is, like, all the funny things they see on Instagram are from Twitter. Mm-hmm. So just you just get it first. Yeah, it's, it's true. true. It's very true. Yeah. What's that tweet that's, like, uh, I can't remember, so I'm going to butcher it, but something about how Instagram, everyone looks like like perfect lives, and they come to Twitter. It's like, hello, my fellow trash. Like, yeah. like oh, everyone's so hello, true. My fellow garbage. I think that's yeah. why I like Twitter. It's just because it's like… No one cares. No one cares. It's yeah. not, no one's trying to look like anything they're not. It's just like… Fun. For a self-deprecating person, it is, it is where you thrive. It's where we thrive. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> Okay, well, thank you so much yes, for thank you, Indy. coming to the studio. It's, it's been a dream come true. I can move back to Utah now. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you in Utah. <laughs> okay, thanks for joining us, and that's, that's what, what we said. said. Bye. Bye.